0: You call yourself a maker? You smell like failure in corn chips. Drop and give me four to five minutes. This is not your grandparents' tinker toys, it's the Creator's Collective. Listen up and don't give me that face. Right, Herbert Holtz and Walker are about to demonstrate the proper way to create. And if you got questions, you had better be in the live chat, otherwise I am going to plant my boots so far up your honey that your mother is going to be crying. Now listen up, jelly piece of cow pies. And we're back for another exciting episode of the Creators Collective, and particularly this is going to be an exciting, fun week, because this is episode number 100. 100! 100. <laughs> 100 episodes, and uh, it's been a little over two years that the uh, podcast is crazy. Has been crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what a ride it has been. Name changes, and people changes, and uh, still yeah. the crazy... Johnny Brooks' just-
1: beard has gotten bigger... And he put on a few pounds and started wearing glasses. But
0: <laughs> So yeah, um, we're wow. going to be two years. doing a, Is it really been two years? Yeah. It, we started uh, early October last year or two years two, ago.
2: Wow. That's insane. That doesn't feel like two years.
0: So <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a wild ride, but, uh, I want to say a huge thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Those of you who have stuck with us for two years, uh, you are the absolute bomb. <laughs> if you'd like to find out more about that, you can find out at patreon.com forward slash creators collective and you can then also listen to us iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join us live each Thursday here on YouTube and we can have your question an- questions answered live on air. And we love having the the chat group here. It makes things always a lot of fun. So.
2: If Dr. Will... Answer any question you can throw at him. <laughs> yes, yes. And,
0: uh, please pardon the pounding in the background. Uh, Will is getting a new roof. <laughs>
2: Man,
1: you, uh, you always yeah, have something on Yeah, it's always something with me. It yes. is.
0: Speaking of which, Will, dumb. what's happened with you?
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, like like you said, I'm at my parents' house, and they're putting a new roof on, on today, so there's uh, lots of pounding there. Um, I am... Uh, Well, I just released yesterday uh, a new film school uh, video. It was originally called Film School Fridays because I released them on Fridays and then realized that I couldn't keep up with uh, releasing on any certain day. And some people were clamoring for them. So now I just release them when I get them done. So it was a film school Friday on a Wednesday. But it was all about uh, understanding focal length uh, and what that means in relation to filming in your shop. Uh, And it was a complete flop uh i have usually i have about a thousand views in the first like two hours of a video it's been 24 hours and i have like 600 views see i um, did get a notification of it i i know that youtube was down on
0: yeah e- uh, two, that's day. probably what happened
1: is you posted
2: it and it went down for like the initial two hours and then the algorithm comes back and it's like wow Nobody has watched this video in two hours. <laughs> it's garbage.
1: Yeah. It's and so what, that's what yeah. happened with
2: my, like my best video. Like it got, it, it got like 60,000 views in the first day and then YouTube crashed and it just never, like, it never took off. It's a big bummer. Ah,
1: which but. is, uh, so I was, I put it out with the, um, like, so an older video of mine. Um, I did the book matched cherry dining table um, a while back. I mean, that was like a year ago or so. Uh, and for some reason, that's gained a lot of traction in the last two weeks or so. And so my channel has seen a nice bump. Um, and that video has got like 140 or 150,000 views. And so that was great. Uh, and so I was trying to ride the wave of that. And it was like, wah uh, wah. But that's okay, because uh, I'll just release a better video on some something more woodworking related. Uh, that's the spirit. You too, there Mike. you go. And speaking of which, I just uh, accepted this this pretty pretty sexy commission. Um, it's a, a set of uh, – speaking of sexy, anyone in the live chat, James is rocking some awesome shades. Oh, my God. Because uh, he wears his sunglasses at night. Uh, <laughs> no, I just accepted this really awesome commission. It is a <laughs> shaker – as a cherry shaker dresser, six-drawer dresser. Um and I'm actually matching two other pieces in the uh, in the room that it's going in. And there's sliding dovetail framework, uh, dovetail drawer boxes, inset drawers. It's just all solid wood construction. It it should be a nice build. Um,
2: and I'm doing something,
1: yeah. And so normally for something like for me, I'd probably hand cut all the dovetails. For the drawer boxes and things like that, but this time I'm going the route of a dovetail jig, a dovetail router jig. (gasps) I know, I know. Uh, But because I'm matching the other pieces in the room, and those came from like bigger production shops, like well-known locally um, furniture shops that have since gone belly up um, after the crash of 2008, and they just they they were too big and couldn't keep people employed. but you know, I'm justifying the fact that I'm using a router jig by the fact that the Shakers uh, use circular saws. So um, I think Tabitha Babbitt, uh, and it, I think it's you know not totally confirmed, but Tabitha Babbitt maybe made the first circular table saw or or invented the first circular table saw, and she was a Shaker inventor up in Massachusetts. Uh, so that's how I'm justifying it by by saying it's a Production piece, it's for a commission. Uh, it'll it'll help me make money by getting it done faster.
2: You don't need to justify that. You don't even Thanks need to you. justify it. I mean, the only people that really care about that stuff are like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. some of the people that listen to our podcast, maybe. <laughs> and like Reddit, the, the woodworking subreddit. And like, you know, it, it's, it's like... Uh, I don't think the yeah. masses typically... You know, they just, does it look good? I think that's, that's like the.
1: They're going to look at it and say, Oh look, dovetails. Cool. However,
2: exactly. They like most people, even myself, like, you know, if it's like in a shop and I'm looking at a lot of stuff, I probably won't take the time to be like, Hmm, I wonder if those were hand cut or if they used a jig. Like I won't, I probably wouldn't even, you know, pry that much into it, um, Speaking of dovetails, though, James, I saw what you've been up to, man. That's
1: pretty impressive. <laughs> that her sunrise dovetails, whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah.
2: That, that, <laughs> yeah. I looked at that, and I'm like, man, that would really suck to lay out. It's probably. I'm, I sure, at there's, the <laughs> I'm sure there's an easy way to do it, but looking at it, I'm like... Uh, it's like looking at an MC Escher thing, trying to, like, rationalize it. Yeah.
0: It's, it's actually <laughs> not... It's not that hard of a joint once you wrap your brain around it. It's just once, a...
2: It's not that hard if you are James right and Well it, it's
0: it's wrapping your brain around it because it seems very counterintuitive because the joints don't come together at 90 degrees they come together at 45 degrees. Yeah. And so it's a really weird
1: I looked at it and just went nope. Um so anyone <laughs> listening what we're talking about and we'll get to this when it's James's turn to talk about what he's been working on. Um but James did this uh uh james did this uh awesome sunrise dovetail i think it's a sunset dovetail
2: yeah because i did well it depends
1: it it depends (laughs) if you're on the east or the west well he's got glasses on right now i i kind of wish you would have
2: like the elton john glasses say like 100 or something
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh so basically it's a dovetail it's uh, multiple dovetails that fan out at it different degrees, but also there, it's a, it's like a distal taper almost, but with dovetails, like, uh,
2: just say compound. It's, that makes it's, it. Yeah. yeah. Like compound. Angles. Okay. It's a
1: com- compound angles. Um, all right. So let's get in. Um, let me finish my thing. And then we can go to your thing. No. Uh, so after the shaker dresser, um, I'm getting ready to get started on, uh, uh lot of Walnut bar tops. Um, it's for an old friend who built this bar in his basement. And he said, hey, Will, like, I want you to look at these bar tops for me. And I said, sure. So I showed up, and there's a 12 and foot long bar by a 10 and foot long bar with a 12 and foot backer bar behind. And a, and they want all walnut tops. And I was like, okay. So it's like, I don't know, it's like $700 in, in raw walnut, not not even, you know, including – shop time no work installation anything like that so I, that I awesome. just
2: ordered $750 worth of steel this
1: morning Wow well that's a good segue
2: yeah,
1: uh, of money on things anyway yeah, so that's what's so that's a good segue is what are you working on and what are you about to work on
2: uh, actually building a segue believe it or not <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was so stupid <laughs> I'm glad somebody laughed uh, no, um, so I'm I'm almost out of hammer material, and uh, I need more of it. So I, I ordered. There's a couple of things that I'm doing though. So I order from uh, Speedy Metals usually for like big for like uh you know alloys and all sorts of funky metal that I can't get at the scrap place. Uh, they get you on shipping. So <laughs> I try and I try and I try and uh, pre-plan and order as much as I can. Uh, so I ordered a, a whole bunch of 1045 to make some more hammers. Ever since I I made that hammer for Brett, I'm getting emails every day for people that are like, I want you to make me a custom hammer. And I think a lot of it's like almost like commemorative hammers for like people to give to, you know, it's not necessarily like functional stuff. They just want like cool logos and stuff on the side. So I've gotten a lot of requests for that. Uh, but somebody wanted me to, I'm kind of excited about the oddball ones. Somebody wants me to do like a chipping hammer. I don't know. And some other, like they sent me some pictures and there's some other, some other kind of funky hammers that people want me to make for them. So ordered some S seven tool steel for that, which is expensive, but it's, you know, that's what they use on like the jackhammer bits. And so anyway, all those alloys are really expensive and it adds up quickly and then shipping adds up. So, uh, and I also got some, uh, ordered some brass cause I want to do some, want to mess around with some forging of brass, mild forging. So, um, anyway, that's, that's what I ordered this morning. However, I have been out of the country for the past 10 days and, uh, it was an amazing experience. Um, so, uh, Tracy my wife and I went to, we flew into Rome, spent three days there, uh, got on a cruise ship in the Mediterranean, went to, um, Naples, Capri, Sorrento, Pompeii, and then we went to Barcelona and spent three days in Barcelona, and we just got back in yesterday. Um, I don't know how much detail I want to get. I could talk for hours about the trip. Um, It was unbelievable. Everything was amazing. Uh, Food was great. People were great. It was just a fantastic experience. Um, I will say, have you? I know you've been kind of over in that area, haven't you? Will or some of those?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've been. I've been all over Europe, and yeah, I've been all
2: over. I will say that Pompeii was mind blowing. I don't know if you went there. I had yeah. been to
1: Pompeii. Yeah.
2: Incredible. The history. So it's this Roman city that was, you know, destroyed by a volcano 2,000 years ago. And it's all considering it is insanely well preserved. So you can see kind of all the structures and just what people were capable of doing back then is kind of makes us all look bad. I'll just end it there. So.
1: I saw something recently on um, somebody posted on one of the social medias, and it's uh, it's a photo of uh, Neuschwanstein, which is the famous fairy tale castle um, in Bavaria that that Disney kind of based the you know their fairy tale castle off of, mm-hmm. uh, and it's set in you know the beautiful Algo Algoi Al- Al- in the mountains of Bavaria. Um, and it's uh and I've actually been there. I tried to go there when we were in uh when we were in, in Bavaria two a year ago. Um but then we got snowed out on this alpine road and didn't get there. And um but somebody posted, you know, do you think that we could build the same types of castle, you know, same types of structures today that they did back then and these like incredible feats of, of architecture. Um and there were two there were two things that came to mind when I saw that was a um this king that built this famous castle was then ousted um for being mad king Ludwig and spending entirely too much of the state's money um and like you know it became a museum and a tourist mm-hmm. attraction like as soon as it was built. Um, but B, do you think that we are all just jaded with like the kind of turning paradise Paving, you know, paving paradise and turning it into a parking lot. Um,
2: uh, you had to say it, and I'm gonna have that
1: song stuck in my head all day. <laughs> it's Jordy. Come on. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what do you, I mean? Seeing Pompeii and seeing, you know, being in these older cities where there are these great feats of architecture, like when you said you're in Barcelona. So, oh you know, yeah, we, all the
2: that. Gaudi stuff. Have you, been, have you seen any of that? Oh yeah. Have you seen the Sagrada Familia? Yep. You see it from the outside and you're like, wow, that's amazing. And it is. And then you walk inside and you're like, this is otherworldly is like, uh, I mean, it's like one of probably one of the most like surreal experiences walking in the door and just seeing the architecture in there and how big and massive it is. I mean, it makes like the Saint. we went to the Vatican, the St. Peter's Basilica was impressive, but after the Sagrada Familia, I know this sounds, um, there's a perfect exactly. word. That <laughs> yes. That's <was> a perfect <laughs> word. That's what I was looking for. But like, I mean, the, uh, I don't know the the cigar, the inside of the Sagrada familia when you walk in there it's like I'm not religious and I almost was for a minute when I walked in there it was just it's unbelievable um yeah there's just so, it, it, it unbelievable I it can't even I can't think of other
1: adjectives <laughs> apparently but uh so so what do you think after seeing these you know breathtaking uh you well, know feats of architecture versus modern modern manufacturing modern
2: I think I think people, I think we've spent too many centuries doing things cheap and efficient. Like not that that's bad, but you miss out, you miss out on the stuff that they did back then. I mean, now you you take a, you take a sample of the population back then and the things they, that, you know, you take 10 people from 2000 years ago and they all have skills. They can all do things because they, you had to, there was no choice. That was your job. You did, labor or you you know i'm sure there's somebody's going to correct me but i mean your job had a direct impact on something you did actual work and uh you know architecture things were passed down for years i mean buildings were passed down you know the construction buildings were passed down for generations father to son to son to son and you know uh and, and now it's you know well if we if we do this we can get it built in you know four months versus some of these things that who knows and who knows how they built them with the equipment. I mean, the, uh, like I saw the Pantheon, which is the largest, still the largest domed structure in existence and it's 2000 years old. I mean, you walk in there and you just go, Oh my God, this is incredible. How did they do that? (laughs) I mean, they did not have, they didn't have, you know, bulldozer and sky lifts and all sorts of stuff. So, um, I don't know. I think people were resourceful and a lot more, Patient had a lot more, you know. It was also, just, a
0: lot cheaper. Labor used to be almost nothing.
1: Well, it's because everybody did it, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and if you think about, at least like in the eastern, in the eastern world, um, you know, our 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 surnames are you know stemmed yeah. from what we did. You know, like right. James James Wright. You know, uh, so William Walker. Walkers were were turners or or tanners. Um, we tanned leather hides. Like that's what we did. Um uh you know, the rights you you get you built things, whether you're a shipwright or a woodwright or you know. Herbert always like roughly translates to good with wood. Yeah, you, know, you, you are. <laughs> uh no um, comment. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, if you think about um, you know, like Faulkner. Like you're the, the yeah. Falconer, you know, like the so that's I a
2: career know. that's kinda gone downhill in the past, you know, three thousand years. <laughs> it's very,
1: very <laughs> niche. <laughs> yeah, But
2: it got to be pissed. They really irritated about all the, you know, mobile messaging Drums. apps and stuff.
0: <laughs> so you got anything else going on other than the uh, amazing trip?
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, I wrote things down because I knew I would get sidetracked and forget. Uh, so I, just this morning, so we got in last night and uh, Barcelona is six hours ahead. So we had a long day of travel. I woke up at 530 this morning, wide awake. Um and one of the weird things about Barcelona is like things don't happen at normal hours, you, you know, it's not, it's <laughs> the siesta. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even, I mean, it seems like nothing happens until like 2 PM. Like that's when, I mean, it's a ghost town almost until noon. Uh, so it's just a totally different lifestyle. But um, so yeah, I've been up early this morning, been doing some cleaning. It's, I, I was really before I left uh, to go on vacation. So, I just kind of fresh start. I, I have no work that has everything that was on a time crunch is done. So now I just have a catastrophe of a shop. It's just a fresh start. So I'm probably just going to spend the next day or two just cleaning and tidying up, getting things looking nice. Um, and then I am actually going up to uh, Jimmy's place, Jimmy Duresta's place in New York in a few weeks to help teach some blacksmithing courses up there. So, uh, I'm not sure on the details. I I mean, I've, we've had kind of minimal contact since I've been out of the country, but, um, I don't know if he has any slots open for that or not, but, uh, if that's something you guys are interested in, you might want to check, you know, check in with him. That's I think the eighth through the 12th up in, uh, somewhere around Albany, it's East Durham, New York, which is somewhere around Albany. So I'll be, be traveling again for that. (laughs) A lot of travel this year um let's see what else those uh swage blocks that uh cliff Dufton and i started selling those producing those little anvil like striking anvil and swage blocks uh ordered our first batch of those i have some pictures of those on my instagram if anybody's curious about those and also right before i left i recorded a podcast uh the green woodworker podcast with donnie carter so that's that's I think that aired the other day. So that's pretty much everything I can think of at the moment. It's it's been a good few weeks. All right, cool. How about you, James? What are you working on?
0: Um, the table. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cool. Tell me more.
0: Actually, uh, I got the table built basically. Um, so everything is is done and constructed. On all the the joints are connected. It is attached to the tabletop, and so yeah, it's all basically ready for finishing. So the next thing I do is tear apart the base and then do a bunch of carving on it, get it all chamfered, cleaned up, smoothed out, and then finished. And then we can actually start working on the top again, cleaning that up and getting it ready for its code of finish. So hopefully in two to three weeks, I'll be having it upstairs. So I'm really, really getting excited about that. Um, what else did I have? Oh, I shot a video yesterday, two days ago Um, I, I did a video with the the chisel a while ago, making a box and people were complaining about the fact that I used a, a mallet and, um, uh, and I used my bench. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to take just a half inch chisel and a strop out into the woods and I'm going to build a bench. And so I went out in the woods with a videographer friend of mine and uh, started literally chopping a tree down. And pulling pieces out with just a half-inch chisel.
2: When and is this, when is this like like how rudimentary can you get? To oh, the a next piece time of? I'm gonna have to
0: go out and nap a stone and use I, that. To I chop mean, the
2: tree. it's it's funny. Like just the the, the commenters. Are, I could do that too if I had a hammer. If I had a chisel,
0: <laughs> I don't even walk in with a mallet. I I grab a I, stick, and so I make this whole joke while I'm going through it of of uh, keep setting my mallet down and losing it because it disappears into all the other sticks.
2: I think you're gonna have to like go out there and just. Make make a bench using only your teeth. Yeah. In a in a unfallen tree. So then you, that... but then you'll still get the commenter that's like, sure, I could do that too if I had teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm hoping that video will be in yeah, probably two to three weeks or so. <clears throat> Excuse me. i it uh have some other it wasn't able to get the whole project done out there. So we'll have to go back out and shoot some more of it. Um let's see. Oh, oh yes, uh, made a video uh, with my daughter um, carving uh, not carving. Well, yeah, there was some carving, making a uh, a cutting board. There's a word. And so it's kind of fun with with having her in the project because a cutting board really is a great project for a kid to work on, especially if you do like a stripe down the middle. It's just a simple project, but it requires a bunch of different joinery and different things like that. And she even got to do some of the carving in the top because she drew out her own logo that she wants for her channel. And so it'll all That's be... Cool. Uh,
2: There's something like, I'm, I'm kind of discovering this in the past couple of months, but there's something like extra fulfilling about using a tool or like you're like making a tool that, that you use for other things. Like, I feel like it's been a nice little hiatus from like furniture and stuff for me is to just make tools. And then every time you use it, like you get satisfaction. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you build a chair and like the first five times you sit in and you're like, Oh, this is awesome. And then like, you forget about it, but like a tool, like every time you use it, it's just, it's like a constant reminder. And it's, and to know that, you know, it's going to, even a cutting board, like I, I've made a cutting board, like everybody else in the world. And every time I pull it out, I'm like, this is so cool that I made this. And it's not hard, but I don't know, it's really satisfying.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to say uh, the video for the cutting board will actually be coming out today. Um, in about an hour and a half at 11 o'clock Central Time, Noon, Eastern Time. And I'm trying something new with this one. So if any of you are listening live and want to follow along with it, I'm going to be doing uh, YouTube premieres. I just got access to that. And What is that? Basically what happens is uh, 30 minutes before the video goes live, um, the YouTube channel opens up the video. and They don't show the video until 11 o'clock but there's the the chat on the side. So you can do a live chat with me 30 minutes before. So it's kind of like a movie premiere where you go to the theater for it. Um, but then we're all in the chat room talking about it. And at 11 o'clock, the video starts playing. And so we can all be in the chat talking about the video, watching it through the first time. So it makes it kind of a, a fun thing. So I'm kind of experimenting with it today. So if you want to join in there, you can. And yeah. I'll probably do it on occasional videos, anything that there's something special. So...
2: So I think we just discovered why so far we only have three thumbs up because our, our chat only has three thumbs up so far. And I think the explanation is that they're woodworkers. <laughs> we don't have many thumbs amongst us.
0: Yes, we have, uh, what is it, uh, 44 people in the uh, in the vid- in the video in live.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Zach's got jokes today. I do. <laughs> this had is a, I've episode. had a
0: reprieve. We're to fit in 100 jokes. <laughs> yeah.
2: They're not good.
0: Uh, let's see. Um, oh, uh, we don't have many
1: questions this week, uh,
0: but we did we have a comment.
1: Oh, take that. that. Sorry, we do have one. It uh, came through on Instagram, and it was too long for me to copy and paste, and so I figured I would just do it live. It not too it too long to
0: copy and paste?
1: It was, Instagram is not intuitive to through messages. Oh, like too much
0: five, work to copy and paste. Yeah, it's
1: like five messages. Anyway, and I wanted to surprise you, James. I wanted to like catch you off guard and not give you a <laughs> chance to think of a good answer. Uh, okay, so this one is loading. So talk amongst yourself. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I've got a question for the podcast. This comes from C.R. Woodshop. I thought I had scored a pretty good deal on a Miller Falls number 14. I bought it online before getting my hands on it to inspect it. I got it in the mail and started looking it over. I think it's a type two, number 14. Overall, it seems to be in really good shape except two things. One, the sides are not perfectly square with the bottom sole. And two, there's a crack on the left side. It seems to be solid, yet there's a definite crack. Does this cause any major issues? Is there anything to be concerned of? Is it still worth cleaning up slash fixing up? This plane will not be used with shooting board, but just general flattening. Any other thoughts on it? Thanks a bunch, and always enjoy the podcast.
0: Um, well, first off, having the sides ninety degrees to the bottom is really superfluous. Um, the amount of times that it's that it's worth something are very rare. Uh, the one reason that you would ever want to do that is if it's on a shooting board. But even then, if the sides aren't the sides really don't play as much of a problem, are as much of a matter because you have a lateral adjuster. So you can always adjust uh, it to whatever you want. Um, and most of the time, that's what throws people off, is they don't think about the lateral adjuster. They just think about the sides being right. And if the lateral adjuster is off and the sides are right, then you're going to get an out-of-skew cut. So uh, a lot of people really worry about the sides being perfectly square cool. to it, but the amount of times that that's really useful is Never. pretty much nil. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my rant. Um uh, uh, as to a crack in the side, uh, yeah, if there's a crack in the side, if the crack goes all the way through and it's like it, it's a it's a it's a break, uh, then it needs to be um, it needs to be repaired, and you can do that with brazing, which is it's not that hard as long as it's done well. You actually need to clamp the sole to a large piece of something that will keep it straight Um, like i have a a one inch bar of steel and the reason it's a large piece of something is you don't want that bar of steel to warp with the heat you're going to be imparting to it Um, and if it's done right a braised joint makes a perfect fix and the plane will last for hundreds of years more Um, if it's just like a, a hairline crack and it's not going all the way through then eh, probably not a huge issue just be careful if it ever drops or something happens that will become the weak point where the crack will increase so just something to keep an eye on um, and for those of you who are wondering a miller falls number 14 is like a stanley number five it's that uh, jack plane hmm. um and why because yeah whenever people start talking about other company name numbers i really confuses people so <laughs> uh
1: the four the 14 is because it's 14 inches long which is the same length as a jack plane of a stanley number five yeah so that's the reason. Um, it's actually it actually makes more sense and it just says it's 14 so it's 14 inches long instead of the one through eight or whatever it is Yeah, you know, your bench um
0: so yeah hope that answers your questions
1: Cool. All right. So now back to the comment that you
0: got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is from Daniel Richardson. Um you ended the last episode mentioning uh cricket or cricket bats. As a Brit, I love cricket. As Zach said, they are made from willow. English willow. Um have uh, English willow has been what it wow, my tongue is messed up. With English willow been the way they very best bats were made from I think I messed something up there. English willows, what the best bats are made from. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I found that very interesting. He actually posted a video link uh, to showing how cricket bats were made. And I watched it the other day. It was rather um, fascinating. I didn't realize they were made in two pieces. Yeah, uh, the, handle the, and the... the handle and the, the bat are separate.
2: I just wonder why they don't make them out of ash or something harder than willow. Cause... Well,
0: willow is is more springy, there's more of a bounce to it. And that right. is one thing that cricket players um worry about where, or are thinking about whereas with a bat you're looking more for distance than accuracy um you just want to get the ball out and so ash it will transfer more energy whereas the willow will absorb a little bit more but gives you more accuracy because you can actually control it a bit more huh. uh, at least that's my my guess at the understanding of
2: it i don't think anybody knows i don't think anybody knows how any european sport actually works <laughs> Do you guys see, there's this video. I'll see if I can find it. It is hysterical. Um, you, Everybody owes it to themselves to watch. Um, it's It's a parody of just European sports, and none of it makes any sense. It's hilarious and ridiculous. I'll find the link and post it in chat. We'll put it in the show notes because it's good.
1: I did see that. And it was like the, the ref for the umps is like drinking tea on the side and it's like running alongside of the people. And yeah. They and they're like, and they're,
2: like, they're like kicking a hoop and like playing checkers and like using weird terms that aren't even words. It's hilarious. Yeah. And like the it's hoop just, just like, like
1: rolls off away and then like they stop and just shake each other's hands and like walk yeah, off. Like
2: nothing. It's, it's just so confusing. It's so funny.
0: Cool. Um, well, let's get into the creator's photo challenge. And since it's the 100th episode, are we going to do anything special for the prize?
1: Hmm. Hmm. What do you guys think? Let us know in the live chat. I have no ideas. No. If you guys Uh,
0: think of something you want us to give away, let us know. Um, (laughs) Well, that's we we can we can pick a a winner and then
2: uh, that is a (laughs) trap. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, Zach, have you picked your winners? Uh, No, I have not. (gasps) I I looked at them. Uh, I I have I have some I, I I have some Just give me a minute. What you got, Will? I just posted the link in the chat to the uh, the European or English sports. It's so good.
1: Just just watch it. Okay. All right. So um, I do have to apologize. It's getting really loud here. I've got uh, a shingle truck, boom truck behind me. I've got like ten guys on the roof banging on stuff. So I just bear with me. Sorry.
0: All day at his house.
1: Uh, So the Creators Photo Challenge, um, my two favorites were, uh, number one, were C.R. Woodshop, uh, who's actually the one that provided us with that question about the Miller Falls, number 14. Um, And he posted uh, a photo. This isn't exactly woodworking or making related unless it's making food. Um, But it was uh, just a a really perfectly awesome photo of, uh, of of. lines leading lines in grain and photographically it was just perfect uh, and it and he used grain I, I we kept the, the, the challenge very light so we said you know wood grain film grain metal grain um, and he used actual grain so uh, I so that was just awesome and then the second one was son of Sven um, who posted, actual grains on top of a, uh, is it a checkerboard or a chessboard, uh, chessboard. Um, and it's paduke and poplar, and just photographically, it's it's just really pleasing to the eye, it's aesthetically pleasing. It shows the the grain of the Paduk, um as I'm competing with the banging of the roof above me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so those are my two picks. James, how about you?
0: Yeah, and particularly just to, the son of Seven, he used a um, barley? Oh, yeah, barley grain. And that is actually the measurement used to determine shoe lengths.
1: <laughs> what? Really? What?
0: <laughs> yes, there's there's a standard length of like four inches, and then every barley grain after that is a shoe size.
1: Very interesting. Yes. Uh, have, you, have you Med-
2: ever thought about Red- going on Jeopardy? Red- <laughs> <laughs> well, Ken Jennings here.
0: The reason I bring that up is he was my first pick with the uh, the grain on the cutting board. I, I kind of like that. Is uh, the 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 underneath it alone had a very interesting grain in, in the uh, the the contrast he used and the the lighting for it, it, the leading lines of the the board, and it all came together. It was a very nice picture. I I, I kind of like it. It would make most people look at it and wonder what is going on here, uh, but in the the context of the, the challenge, it works pretty well.
1: It does. So, did you hear me, James? That it's uh, not barley; it's red wheat in the photo. But that's an interesting fact Uh about barley. (laughs) Um, Zach. Yeah, we should do a fun facts with James Wright.
2: Since Zach's next, I I think. I think the uh, the fun facts with James Wright should be a a segment. (laughs) We don't have to plan for it. They're just going to come up every episode. Yeah, I'm just going to hit James like, "All right, James, quick fun
1: fact, go." Yeah. Uh,
0: my my second one.
1: Oh oh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, it's my second one. Sorry. <laughs> go on. Carry on. Sorry.
0: Um, I'm going to have to go with, um, what is it? D builds. Uh, D- it's the builds. No, just
1: kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah. D B builds. Um, he has a, a picture of white Oak and it's not quite quarter sawn. It's off by a couple degrees. And so the, the Ray flex actually go off at these weird angles. Um, and I, I just could not pass up the white Oak. So I had to pick it. It was absolutely gorgeous and hit my heart. I loved it. So thank you. D builds. DB builds, um, I like it. Oh, Zach, what you
2: got? Okay, uh, you know I'm just gonna steal Will's two picks. Ooh, all right. Yeah, I, I, those. Um, I think there's there's a close close runner up for me. It was one with the hand plane in the background. Uh, John Lynn, fifty nine seventy six.
1: So does that make Son of Spent? Oh yeah. Well, first, what is your runner up? Talk about that.
2: Huh? What? Oh, well. The guy that you just named. Uh, oh well, he's got a hand hand play in the background with some shavings. I'm guessing a nice squirrel tail. Yeah, um, I think if I were to be particular, I would I would think maybe like a slightly uh, smaller aperture for for a little bit more area of focus. Or is it, what's the I'm sure I'm saying depth depth of field? Yes, I would have a little bit more depth of field than that. Um, but it's a good picture. I really like it. Lighting's good. Angles are good. Yeah, but not good enough apparently. Get it together, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have a few suggestions for the prize. We have Tim Cheatwood, which says uh, $1 million. Um, Daniel Dunlop says a week's stay in James's basement.
1: I vote I, for that one.
0: <laughs> uh, my mom, Myra Wright, posted, give away your new tang, tannel? I don't table. Know t- I think
1: it was a typo. I think it uh, needs table. T- yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Zach should give away an anvil. That was from make Brooklyn. Yeah,
1: that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I love it. Nobody wants me to give anything away. This is awesome.
0: <laughs> well, um, what do you say? We all send him a shirt.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: That sound good. So that yeah. goes to what? Son of Seven
1: Se- Sven. Sven. Son Sven. of Sven. No, son son of, of Sven. Or Svensen, <laughs> if you're in, you know, Norway.
0: Yes. So, um, son of Sven, send us a comment, and you will be getting three T-shirts. Uh,
1: yeah, privacy, send uh, us your info and we'll, and, we'll, and we'll get it out there.
0: Do we have a, a challenge for next time?
1: Uh, Ooh, do you guys, do you guys let's, let's let's have any weird? Like, let's, let's all right, let's,
2: yeah, like, let's, funky. let's
0: do something like the cutting edge. Let's do something, Ooh. Yeah, let's,
2: yeah, let's do something that's not like a you know, we have so much wood. He did you type in creators photo challenge? There's so much wood there. Let's yeah. Let's figure out how to do something that's not wood
0: because the cutting edge is usually steel.
1: Oh, we could do cutting edge and somebody could like post a picture of a shape or origin. Funny <laughs> oh, steel
0: technology or something like that. This is getting funny.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do cutting edge. Just, just cutting edge, not the cutting edge, just cutting edge and take it how, take it how you want.
0: Cool. Well, you have two weeks to get that in, and you can submit it on Instagram. Just use hashtag creatorsphotochallenge, and maybe you will be the lucky winner next time. So, booyah. You probably won't episodes. be getting three shirts because that was just a 100th special. Um, oh, joke of the week. We have, we have two. Um, I figured two would be good since it's the 100th special. Um, first one was from Jeff Gruff. Uh, I've been reading horror novels in Braille. Something bad is about to happen. I can always feel it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, then, excellent, Jeff. Thank you.
0: One I heard this week is uh wanna hear a joke about paper. Uh never mind, it's terrible.
2: Nice. Took me a second there, but that's good.
0: <laughs> uh, All I right. love
1: that. Cool. All righty. <laughs>
0: well, let's get into what's been inspiring us. What are we watching reading?
1: Will, what you got? Uh, So my buddy, Sean Boyd, uh, put out a couple weeks ago, uh, just a simple, easy uh, video, quick video on making accurate half lap joints, tight fitting half lap joints um, at the table saw. And my wife has had me making these like six and a half by three inch plant stands to get our house plants off of the windowsill. So when you water them in like the terracotta dishes, like because terracotta is kind of porous. Um so it doesn't get the, the windowsill So no moisture gets to the windowsill. So I've been making these little three inch plant stands to hold the house plants up. And it's a simple um it's a simple just half-lap joinery and then another cross cross lap? Cross, I don't know, um that just slips down onto bridal it, joint. Is it really a bridal joint? Yeah. Okay. There's so
2: many jokes waiting to happen. Just biting
1: my tongue. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it is a bridle joint. If it's, I mean, I know what a bridle joint is, but yeah, okay. each One goes halfway. Yeah, I always thought a bridle joint was if you had two cheeks with a tenon that slid down. Um, but it's you know like the full.
0: Uh, just it's just a different orientation.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, so Sean Boyd's video was super simple. It's about using a table saw sled um, and using a drill bit, an eighth inch drill bit. As a spacer, so you don't cut an eighth inch too far, um, with using some stop blocks. So stupid simple, and it works really well. So, that's that's what's been inspiring me, and I'll post that link in the live chat.
0: Make Brooklyn just posted in the live chat. I wonder why comedian clubs never seem to book woodworkers and blacksmiths.
2: I think it's because the woodworkers split and the blacksmiths make a bolt for the door. Huh?
1: Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> what the heck? killing it today well those are just
2: like previous dumb jokes so i nice. didn't even have to like i didn't even have to come
1: up with them i just had to have a little bit of a memory
2: nice.
1: hey possession is you know 90 percent of the law or whatever they say something like that uh, well, for me, i
0: have to go with uh design nomad um it's a, a new channel he just put out a, a couple videos but uh he did a video on making a bow saw and he, he kind of Um, well, this is back when making the tool challenge was out and he just didn't get the video out in time. Um, So he put this one out, but he actually goes out into the woods and he takes a blade with him and he makes a bow saw out in the woods. And it's just like, it's genius. Um, Such a simple idea. And so, um, so well executed. So definitely worth checking out. He'll, he has the first half of the video out and he'll have the second half out here soon. But I had to give him a shout out because I really enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to seeing what he makes. A little longer video but well worth the watch. What about you, Zach?
2: Um so you know I'm I'm going to have to say uh Antoni uh, Gaudi who is the one of the big architects of Spain. I'm just going to post a link to like a Google image search. So we saw a lot of his stuff and I posted a link to the the Palau which is probably some of his most like palatable work for people who aren't used to his weirdness. But, uh, you know, after spending time overseas and looking at the architecture and, and just some of the, you know, the amount of time, work and thought that went into these things, I'm just inspired by, I think, the ambition, most of all. I think looking at some of these things made me, there's, there's been a lot of projects on the back of my mind that I'm like, that's so big or that's like so much work or it, they're just like, they seem, they've always seemed too ambitious for me. But then going over to, to Europe and seeing some of the stuff, it's so much more ambitious than I could even imagine. Like I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine like writing drawing these designs out and thinking that they're even fathomable to construct. They seem so unbuildable. So you know, even some of the the, the detail that went into like the wrought iron work or the wood carving, it is so everything is as good as it can possibly be, and it's a, and it's huge it's so it's i don't know just i think that's kind of one of the takeaways is like just dive in like don't be don't be intimidated i i really don't want to i don't want to scare myself out of a large project or an ambitious project i really want to just go for it cuz there's yeah. there's no way they didn't do the same thing
0: i love his ice cream cones
2: the the uh so like the that, chimneys and stuff is that
0: in barcelona
2: yeah yeah. It's called Trey. I can't remember what it's called, but he-, he used a bunch of like crushed tile and stuff. And yeah, Zach,
1: Very did cool. you eat any papas bravas when you're in Barcelona? I don't know. I ate like
2: 30 pounds of ham. The ham on
1: Iberica, or is that the yeah. other one? Yeah, I- yeah.
2: Iberian ham. Like it's yeah. totally different. It's like prosciutto, but actually good because prosciutto is terrible here. It's like you know, it's all gristle. Like you at least warp everything I've had here. It's like the-
1: so. I love everything. Sorry, I know I'm totally yeah, going on a tangent. I love how every, like, a- anywhere around the Mediterranean uh, has their own style mm-hmm. of shaved ham. Like, anywhere you go, it's just like, oh, hem on Iberica, hem this. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, you just, like, walk in yeah. and they're, like, oh, and they're shaving it right there. It's-
2: yeah, they have, like, the legs propped up and they just go carve off your meat for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, everything's, all the food was so good. And still there's like McDonald's and Starbucks there that are packed. I'm like what is wrong with you people? I don't know. Well, what's uh, your
0: favorite tool of the week, Zach?
2: Uh-oh, the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, I mean, like, you know what? That's going to be my favorite tool of the week. Get out there, see the world, get inspired, get on an airplane, <laughs> buy an airplane. I don't know. Uh, it, it was really, really strange. Build an airplane. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, But just like, I mean, the fact that we're yesterday before we went to bed, like we had something on the counter. I'm like, it's crazy that we just bought this in Spain this morning. And here we are back in Florida. But like, like, we just bought this this morning in Spain. And now we're like, at home in the States, like just that that alone is crazy. It's that, that we can travel so far in so little time and just looking out the window, like all the cities that we flew over, you know, flew over like the Basque country. And uh, it's, it's amazing. You think about how long it would have taken people to do that even a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, it's probably, I don't know, how long did it take people to sail across the Atlantic? Months. Yeah. And they might not, you know, make it. <laughs> so I don't know. I, cool. I think people should, should travel more. It's, it's always a good experience.
0: Well, what you got, Will?
1: Uh, I have to go with Artlist, um, my, where I get my music for videos, artlist.io. Um, thanks, thanks for the shout out there, buddy. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> like I was doing Artlist before you were doing, you know, your thing. You just happened to like announce it, you know, right when I was about to announce it 20 episodes ago or whatever it was. Um, but it's different, Zach. Uh, no, I, it's just a, a good source for cinematic music, and I use it often. And uh, anytime I get a YouTube claim, that's like, Oh, copyright. all you have to say is, Hey, here's my, here's my license. They go, Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. Oh, Zach sent a a frowny face in the live chat. No, that was because somebody said you escaped Uh, and went. Okay. Well now you can send another frowny face because I said artless, but, um, yeah, so that's my, that's my, uh, there you go. Thank you. Um, that's my tool of the week, James. How about you?
0: Um, I have to go with a file, a small finished file. Not finishes and from Finland, but as in a smooth surface file. Uh, I love finishing things up with that, and like doing the the sunrise dovetails a while ago, or a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, it was it's perfect for getting in there because you you really can't clean up some of those angles with the chisel because you're going so severely against the grain that just it rips out inside the wood, and if you can hit it with a file. Uh, it smooths them out really quickly and does a, a nice, clean surface. And I, I use them regularly. So files are not just for metalwork. They they do great things on wood. And if done right, they actually can be a final tool to touch the wood. So definitely worth um, getting. And I, I, a lot of people ask me, you know, what files do you get? And honestly, I get the cheapest ones um, because, yeah, they wear out. And I can buy 20 of them for the same price as one good one. So um, I really don't have a problem with that for for the files for rasps. Um, I get the the good quality. Those I, I like better. Yeah, that's what I've got. So I think you have messed up another 50 minutes of your life. Which in total that comes out to what? Five thousand minutes. Fifty thousand. No. Right.
1: Five thousand. No. Okay. One hundred. Strong finish on the hundredth, boys. that's zeros. <laughs>
0: Oh, and uh, let's see. Uh, Brandy in the chat said, "Happy 100, y'all!" For the cutting edge, that seems appropriate for Halloween-themed photos. Oh yeah. So yeah, get that in. That'll be yeah, that'll be right about uh, Halloween. We'll be doing the next drawings. So. Looking forward to seeing what you come up with that. And if you'd like to join us live, you can do that at uh, the Creators Collective on YouTube. Join the chat and have your questions answered on air, and have all the the background fun that goes on. I do want to say a huge thank you to our patrons again. You helped make this channel more than it is. So that's about it for this week. And until next time, have a wonderful day.
1: See you later. Adios.
0: Thanks again for listening to the Creators Collective. We publish weekly on Thursdays in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can follow us on social media pages everywhere at Creators Collective. We're also live streaming every week on Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Just look up the YouTube channel to join in on the fun of the live chat and get your questions answered live. And until next time, keep on creating.